0: Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we actually have to talk about global cybercrime because it just took a major hit the last couple of days, but temporarily. Now, this is actually interesting, and the backdrop that I'm going to use before I just dive into my own thoughts on tangents, because, you know, that's what I do, is basically an article uh, from the Associated Press by Frank Bajak and Stephanie dazio and thank you very much for this write-up it's pretty good now here's what here's what happened u.s officials this past tuesday said that the fbi and its european partner specifically europol infiltrated and seized control of a major global malware network used for more than 15 years to commit just a whole bunch of online crimes against you me and everybody else and so obviously that's a huge thing this was a major player in ransomware and that's why we're talking about it so Basically, what we are talking about is uh, this essentially um, the attack that the FBI and Europol launched because they remotely removed the malicious software agent known as CACBOT or QuackBot, as I like to call them, QuackBot. I've heard it for the record both ways as I was doing my research, but QuackBot, and you will find out in a moment why QuackBot, I think, is the preferred term the FBI and Europol were able to remove QuackBot from thousands of infected computers worldwide. <clears throat> Quote, nearly every sector of the economy has been victimized by QuackBot. Now that's according to Martin Estrada, the US attorney in Los Angeles, talking on Tuesday uh, to the press about this global takedown. He also said that this criminal network had facilitated about 40 ransomware attacks itself, not to mention ransomware as a service, over in over a period of 18 months that investigators said netted the QuackBot administrator about $58 million US. Obviously, that's in cryptocurrency. Officials also said they seized 8.6 million in crypto, uh, but no arrests have been announced or or that I could find. And obviously, this news is coming from Tuesday and Wednesday. So just as a snippet, at least here in the United States, some of QuackBot's ransomware victims (coughs) included an engineering firm based in the state of Illinois, financial service organizations in Alabama and Kansas, along with a defense manufacturer uh, in Maryland. And, a food distribution company in Southern California. The investigation is still ongoing, and essentially officials are not saying where the administrators of the malware essentially were located, although researchers point to Russia or former Soviet states. These kinds of attacks are very typically um, out of basically the uh, former Soviet bloc, Eastern Europe or Russia. Russia gives essentially a shield to these kinds of criminals. <clears throat> look at our evil, look at Clop, et cetera, et cetera. And so QuackBot is one of those things. And if they are sitting in Russia right now, given that there's a war on, we're not seeing any of those people in the same way that when Russia in 2022, 20, uh, basically before the start of the Ukraine war, very publicly arrested our evil, the United States immediately asked for extradition, knowing that they're never going to get it, but we have to ask. And what happened to our evil? They're working for Russian intelligence now, breaking into Ukraine. So let's talk a bit about the nuts and bolts of this particular malware and its botnet. Now, this is a malware loader, so basically it's essentially a digital Swiss army knife for, for cyber criminals, um, and essentially it's been known as either Pink Slip Bot and QBot. and this was leveraged to cause hundreds of millions of dollars in damage when it first started appearing in 2008, although initially it was an information-stealing bank trojan, meaning it would masquerade as essentially, oh, I have a, an account at Chase, <laughs> it would look exactly like a Chase app or a Chase login, I would give it my credentials to my account, and then boom, you could just they could just log into my Chase account and transfer out all of my money. Now, millions of people in basically countries all over the globe have been affected uh, by, basically by this. Now, typically delivered via phishing email, meaning it looks legitimate, like it's coming from that source, QuackBot gave criminal hackers initial access to the computers that they were affected. By virtue of that, essentially what they were doing was installing what is known as CNC or command and control. So I gain essentially access into your computer. I have full access. And by virtue of that, I can start transferring things uh, to your computer or removing things uh, from it. So for example, they could uh, basically deploy payloads, including ransomware, they could steal sensitive information, gather intelligence on victims to facilitate financial fraud and crimes, all those kinds of things. So they can act as fake tech support, romance scams, all this kind of stuff. And essentially having that platform and that understanding of who that person was, and their sensitive information, uh, you can pretty much do what you wanted. Now the quack bot network, quote, was literally feeding the global cli- uh, cybercrime supply chain, end quote. That's according to Donald Alway, assistant director in charge of the FBI's LA office, calling it, quote, one of the most devastating cyber criminal tools in history, end quote. It was pretty prolific, but there are plenty out there. Now, <clears throat> the most commonly detected malware in the first half of 2023, QuackBot actually impacted about 1 in 10 corporate networks and accounted for about 30% of attacks globally, and that is according to cybersecurity firms that have been doing the research on QuackBot for the last year or so. So obviously, that is a major, major player in ransomware uh, delivery, as not to mention information theft, and everything that I just mentioned. So (coughs) such initial access tools obviously allow extortionist ransomware gangs to skip the initial step of actually having to break into computer networks, making them, uh, you know, basically very easy to use and very popular. And so, when you're looking at, let's say, gangs, you know, uh, you know, in Russia or or Eastern Europe, Russian-speaking gangs, if you will, uh, essentially they can basically wreak havoc without having to break into things. If they can successfully fish you, so they can disrupt schools, businesses, governments, all that kind of stuff. Now, beginning this past Friday, in an operation that officials dubbed "Duck Hunt." which is why I like calling it QuackBot and not CackBot. although, again, I've heard it both ways. The FBI, along with Europol and other law enforcement and justice partners in France, the UK, Germany, Netherlands, Romania, and Latvia, seized more than 50 QuackBot servers and identified more than 700,000 infected or zombied computers, more than 200 of them, for the record, here in the United States, effectively cutting off criminals from access to that massive botnet that they had created. The FBI, on top of it, as the basically basically Europeans were raiding the FBI here in the United States, then used C's quackbot infrastructure to remotely dispatch updates that deleted the malware from thousands of infected computers. Meaning, you could have been affected by Quackbot, they could have been running CNC or command and control on your computer unbeknownst to you. The FBI just did you a favor because they pushed essentially the uninstall to remove that. That said. Even though they did that, that doesn't necessarily mean there aren't other payloads, meaning if your computer, let's say, was infected with various forms of uh, you know, credential stealers or ransomware or whatever it is, just simply removing QuackBot, that command and control connection, to access and launch those things doesn't mean you still don't have infections on your computer. This is why we need good threat detection systems in our life, like firewalls, endpoint detection response, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, a senior FBI official briefing reporters on the condition that they further not be identified called that number fluid and, you know, basically, and cautioned that other malware may have remained on there. So there you go. I just made his point for him ahead of time. Now, if this was, for the record, the FBI's business, uh, biggest, I God, I can't talk today. This was the FBI's biggest success against cyber criminals. Actually, interestingly enough, since this past January, when they took down Hive, uh, that also is a prolific ransomware gang. Now, the reason why I say this is temporary, as this is always temporary, is there are a ton of variants out there. It's not like all the code for QuackBot simply went away. Others can leverage it, create variants on it. Not to mention there are other competitors to QuackBot as well that are out there. If you think 700,000 zombied computers is a lot or infected uh, computers with command and control we have tens of millions if not possibly billions of them uh, potentially out there you know so we have a huge amount of work to do that said this disrupts gangs in the temporary in the sense that they're leveraging this they get into that groove they know the product inside and out and now boom Basically, we pulled the rug out from under them, and so by virtue of that, they're going to have to change up the game, switch all that kind of stuff. So what we may see is a slowdown temporarily in ransomware gangs as gangs shift infrastructure, uh, you know, develop new botnets, attempt to replace QuackBot with something else, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to see what happens here. But at the end of the day, like I said, like the war on drugs here in the United States, you know, the cartels are always on it, and you know, if they're they're not finding ways to to go over the border, they'll fly over the border, they'll dig under a tunnel under the border they'll use water borders etc etc any which way they can to basically get their product into the united states and it's no different here so you've got a lot of smart people doing a lot of criminal things and they're going to find other workarounds and other ways to obfuscate themselves because quite frankly if quackbot is a lesson to the good guys it's also a lesson to the bad and i think that's an important note to take and so while i'm happy about this news the war is by far from over and please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick A E S P. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.